What's up, everyone? Critical Strike episode 21. We're back. Me, usual co-host Tyler Esquera, and Super Sub coming off the bench for it seems like a thousandth time. We appreciate it. Michael Kelly, uh, thank you for being here. Meg is uh, still a student and doing what she does, uh, which is crazy. So she's taking some finals right now, so uh, some, some well-earned uh, time off as the Rumble stage comes up here in just a couple of days. We're recording this after action closed out on day six on Wednesday. Um, and NA fans... Let's go. Deep breaths. We did it's it. It's like that, baby. They made it. Perks hit his one and two power spike. I was never worried for a second. I never doubted Actually. Um, I was. I, <laughs> I definitely was. Yo. Oh, my God. But we'll get to Group C in a bit here. Let's start right from the top because there was history made uh, by a minor region team. The Oceanic region rose up. Where were you when Pabu Lord. and Chaz took the unicorns by the horn, dunked them into, uh, into oblivion, sent them right back home. It's a short flight uh, back to Moscow, so that's it's okay. Uh, but, I mean, this is big. Yes, this comes with an asterisk a little bit because, look, if Vietnam was there as another Pool 2 team, I, look, no disrespect to Pentanet, mm-hmm. they deserved what they got because all you can do is beat the teams in front of you. They played eight games. They played nine games, more than anyone else. Um, and they made it out. They deserve that accomplishment. They'll forever have that. Uh, but this is pretty daunting for them coming out of this now because they are, let's not sugarcoat it, by far the worst team of the six to advance. They're they're a, they're a, they're a the quintessential like that. They're the perfect image of like the true underdog. Like they are coming into this. Like let's be real. Like they had a practically a best of five against UOL. Uh, through yeah. the group stage, right? And so, like you said, I think that if um, there were four teams in this group, it would have been a lot closer. Um, we might not even be talking about this um, right now if there were four teams. But, hey, you know what? They worked their ass off, right? Um, but like you said, this Rumble stage is going to be... Uh, I don't I don't know what to predict from these guys because they've shown that they're willing to like bring out crazy things, right? Um we saw a Zed from them and Karthus and just stuff that we haven't seen before. But is that going to be enough? Because truthfully speaking, at, on, a, on a pure firepower level against the likes of, you know, RNG and Damwon and, and, and even Mad, Li- Mad Lions and, and Cloud9, um, you put them as a fifth in that. And, and even then you have other teams that are really strong too. So it's... It's going to take a lot from these guys. Uh, I don't know what kind of mentality they're going to be going into this group, st- uh, in, into the Rumble stage with, because this is when things start to get kind of serious. Um, you could see them in the group stage kind of trying to have fun with it, picking some crazy champions, laughing about it and stuff, kind of memeing on stage. But the Rumble feels different because this is when the big boys come out to play and are, 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 are really fighting now. So we'll see how they do. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, for sure. I mean, first and foremost, thanks for having me again, back-to-back, feeling like the 92-93 Blue Jays right now. <laughs> and uh, really just, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you, Tyler. I'm with you on, on the Pentanet point. It's, uh, it's, it's looking rough. Granted, the team made history, and the fact that they advanced past the first round for the first time in the history of their region, it, it goes down in the record books, regardless of who they had to play or not. Um, but now it gets serious, and it gets scary, more importantly. Because I don't think this team has enough, let's say, juice Mm. to really advance. I mean, 
they advanced off the back of three wins against the same team. And the games they played against RNG were not close. They were one-sided stomps on all four occasions. Mm. So it's it's kind of... I don't want to say doomed for Pentanet, but if they win a game or two, consider it a victory. Because, I mean, right now, honestly, the, the job is done. You made history yep. for your region. Whatever they happens literally, next, They literally said they weren't coming here to win, right? Meg yeah. Kay did an interview with Pabu, and he said, look, we're not here to win. We know that that's not what we're here to do. Our region just got gutted, right? Right. And our best talent, like our solo queue sucks. Our best talent is in Dude. North America, and that's yeah. fine. But like, you know, which again, adds to the adversity that they have faced to get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you said, Mike, the job feels done. Yeah, like if you win a game or two, because they, if they take a game or two, who do they take it off? <laughs> Yo, for anyone who's listening yeah. to the podcast, Mike just so Mike and I are wearing C nine merch right now, and the guy just, he just pointed to his shirt. Yeah, I, I mean, like mm. they're gonna. I mean, it, it feels weird saying that after the day that Cloud Nine had mm-hmm. today, because let's be real, Cloud Nine is maybe the hottest team Woo. at the tournament right now, winning they're four scaling, in a row. Scaling. And yeah, they beat the tournament favorite pretty decisively today and not not decisively it wasn't a 25 minute stomp but they went toe to toe and beat the hell out of them in the mid lane or the uh, the mid game rather sorry and the mid lane too perks had his moments um but the point is they beat him in the mid game and that transitioned well into the later stages um so yeah it's weird to say that cloud nine might get beat by this pentanet team on an off day but it certainly is possible considering cloud nine has been known to just disappear and and play without any semblance of them of themselves you know, Blabber could flash for another Scuttle Crab for all we know. Right. But at the end of the day, I think if any team's going to lose to Cloud9 or to Pen, uh, yeah, if any team will lose to Pentanet, it'll be Cloud9. I ha- I hate saying it. You know, I hate I hate saying that that's the case. I think that they can honestly, if they if they're caught on a good day, I could see them actually taking it off of like even Mad Lions too. On a good day, if they catch them on a good day, they could do. I think that any of the teams from EU and NA, I think that if you catch them on a on a bad day, Pentanet can win a game actually. Um, in terms of facing off against Damwon and RNG, I don't think so. I'll say maybe, maybe RNG. Really? Because I mean, yeah, I mean, they do have four games of experience against them. They've seen them enough. They must mm. know a bit of the game plan and the approach. Mm. So yeah, that's maybe. not nothing. I don't think it's going to be the difference, but that's not nothing. Right. It's yeah, it's it's something to take into take into account for sure. Okay, okay. Well, just send it. Bro, play with no fear. You have nothing to lose at this point. You feel me? Like yeah. this is mm-hmm. like yeah. bust out the Z. If that's your oh. comfort pick, if that's what's going to give you this edge, play the cards. Exactly. Cartons, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like house hey, money. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. You no, you're literally playing with Yeah, money. like there's nothing like nothing else. You've proven yourself, right? If anything, come out, break out some crazy picks that you've seen in solo queue, break out something that'll like Maybe throw them off their game a little bit, right? So, yeah. Like, just go yeah. and send it. Send it. Hashtag send it. Let's go, boys. Pabu's played eight champs in nine games, and that's, like, only scratching the surface on Let's his go. ocean. He still has, like, an Amumu pick in there somewhere. I don't know. This man is every champion in the game in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're going to pick some more weird I stuff, so. I imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that that's how they're going to have to win. I think that's that's the only option. Uh, if And look, and, and it's just the most fun, right? Like you said, they, yeah, they've already gotten it done. Um. 
RNG, there, there, there are a couple, you know, four, four weeks. I feel like the, the discussion about RNG and Damwon, I think the discussion about Damwon is maybe slightly more interesting, but with RNG, uh, there's been some, you know, there was some, some chatter uh, that, you know, RNG, it's like, what am I trying to say here? With Damwon, there's, there, there's like, oh, like they're fallible now. They are, you know, which I, I agree, right? They, they showed cracks. You got any, look, you got to give credit to DFM. They have been the story of this tournament we'll in my opinion this is someone later, that yeah, was crazy. fervently just gunning for the pain miracle run which didn't happen Poor one out for my boys <laughs> but dfm were the story of the tournament and you know or or, or and, and pentanet um but um but then with rng there was some talk of like well yeah rng's eight no but who did they actually beat um so i don't know, like as far as as far as rng is there anything that's worrying y'all about them or or is this not even like a conversation um, like no, I think that it is a conversation like really worth having because I think that Damwon got shown some of their weaknesses. Like they they were shown by Cloud9 and by DFM like we have stuff we need to work on still. And so in this break they can work on it. But because RNG wasn't really challenged at all, does that mean that their weaknesses will start to get exposed in the rumble now because they weren't challenged in in the in the in the group stage because that's the biggest thing right is like if they were challenged a little bit in the group stage they could have used the the time now and the time like between the rumble to kind of work on that and discuss it and finally think but because they destroyed the competition so easily i think that there could be a chance that they'll come out of the gate kind of like cold in a way you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I'm, I have no doubt that by the end of the Rumble, they'll be on f- full cylinders. But I think that there's a good chance that RNG comes out kind of cold against teams like da- Damwon and even teams like Mad Lions, who I think can actually take some games off those guys. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see. But I do think that that schedule might be a curse in disguise. It's going to be a culture shock for RNG. I mean, the team hasn't played in a couple of days. They might be rusty coming into the Rumble. They're going to have like a nice six-day break in between their games on stage. Plus, not to mention, it's been well over a month now since they played like a fiercely competitive team in the LPL. Mm. So when they jump into the Rumble Friday morning, first game of the day against Damwon, they're going to be like really in for a tough Mm. task considering they haven't done this against a real serious threat in, in quite some time. And even then, anything they played over in China... It cannot prepare you for Damwon Kia. That team is way too good. And everything that RNG faced during their LPL playoff run, it's not the same. It's it's not like playing Damwon. They're sure. a different beast. Yeah. And I think Damwon's going to play with a chip on their shoulder. Um, they have been you know a bit of a story for the wrong reasons. But before we get to Group C, I think if RNG have the problem of, you know, they haven't really played anybody, Mad Lions, I think, had the opposite problem because everyone in that group I was going to say minus Turkey, but they're actually the only team that took a game off them. <laughs> um, but everyone in that group was good. I think Group B pound for pound was the best. That was kind of what I thought going into it. I was happy that I was right. Um, Mad Lions, I mean, I, I, don't know, I mean, I know Tyler, you just interviewed Kaiser. Uh, anything from him or just otherwise observations that, um, you know, between Mad Lions and PSG, I think those were the two deserving mover honors. That's a word. Uh, into the rumble. Um <laughs> anything from mad lions that, that that caught your interest as you as we look to Friday? um what i so i uh, yeah like you said i talked to kaiser and he said that they actually expected to go six and zero in this group easily they thought they were going to smash him because of scrims 
Um, mm. But they did get really surprised by the level of play that came out of, um, you know, Istanbul Wildcats and, 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 and Payne. And kind of, I think that this was kind of a wake-up call in a way, maybe, for these guys that, like, uh, they're having fun there, which is really important. I think that's a really important part of their their, their, their play style is having fun and staying a little right. loose and being willing yeah. to, like, kind of go for things that other maybe traditional slower-paced teams won't go for, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I think that right now Mad Lions, the biggest thing about them is just they have a very high level of confidence. They were talking about how – so Kaiser was talking about how after Worlds 2020 – when they dropped out of uh, play-ins, um, he said that he didn't have a lot of confidence in himself at an international event. Like he was like, "Oh, am I a choker? Oh, I don't belong here." But then after he scrimmed against like guys like RNG and 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 Damwon and Cloud Nine, he actually got his confidence back because when he tested himself against these top teams, he's like, "Oh no, we're not that far off." Like this is possible. Yeah. Like we like after the scrims. So it, actually, the scrims gave them more confidence. Instead of like, you know, the stories of they scrim them and then they're like, holy crap, these guys are a different level. It was the opposite for these guys. And so I'm really excited to see how they play off of this newfound confidence that they got through the scrims and through the group stage. Um, and yeah, no, I think that Mad Lions is my, like, honestly, my dark horse to make it to the finals. Because I think that they have, like, the the juice. Like, like how Mike likes to say, like, they have the juice and the confidence and... We've seen it throughout the, the thing. I, I know that they had a little bit of some hiccups throughout the group the group stage, but I think that they'll be able to iron that out heading into the Rumble. I disagree. Mad Alliance does not have the juice. They have the sauce. And there's, ah! there it is. there's, there's a notable difference if you want to dive into it. But We're diving into juice, it. Juice is consistency. Sauce is like flashiness and high ceiling. So in the case of Mad Alliance, this team can not only make the finals. On a good day, they can win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. This team is that good, and the more I see out of these guys, the more I'm convinced that last year's early exit from Worlds was a complete and total fluke. They played exceptionally well last summer, and then the guys that came in at the beginning of the spring have played even better. They've made this team even stronger. The last year's rookies have become this year's studs, and I'm loving what I'm seeing out of this Mad Lions team. I'm actually very, very excited for uh, Friday morning when Mad Lions plays the first game of the Rumble um, second game on the schedule, but first game for them against Pentanet. And the matchup I'm watching there is El Yoya and Pabu mm. in the jungle. Because for me, those are like the two most fun players to watch at the event thus yeah. far. And seeing them like just kind of face off in the uh, positional matchup is something I'm going to watch with great, great interest. And then from there, Mad Lions can just springboard throughout. It's nice that they have a pretty relatively easy matchup to start their run in the Rumble. But I'm going to watch that. Yeah. yeah, and if they can play well in that first game and just springboard from there, I think they'll be in a good spot for sure. Yeah, I, I think this group, that's what's always been true of Mad Lions, even when they were winning in the LEC, uh, or the playoffs, I should say. They are more than the sum of their parts, right? That, that's that been their thing. And like, okay, they, they meme, they're for fun, whatever. But that's how you are able to still in adverse circumstances come out on top is you have to be more than the sum of your parts. And that's off the wrist stuff. That's team chemistry. Uh, mm-hmm. Elioya and Armut have fit like gloves into this team and its For brand. Sure. Uh, and they, no, I, I think they, if anyone, they are the ones that can rise above their station. Um, and I think they, yeah, I mean, look, I don't, I don't know 
how tight RNG are, you know, if, uh, if, 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 if the, the dynamic of the boys was disrupted on Damwon when Nogari left, I don't know all that stuff, but what I can say for sure is that Mad Lions absolutely have that. Um, and they did play a gamut of good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even again, Istanbul went one and five, the T, uh, the TCL representative, but they were the only ones to take a game off Mad Lions. Uh, and look, Payne took them to the wire twice. They were this close. They were a top inhib respawning and a couple of questionable decisions away from 2 owing uh, Mad Lions. Now, look, coulda, shoulda, woulda, close only counts with horseshoe and hand grenades. I'm very biased. All those three things are true. But they, th- but I- I'm saying this to, I'm saying this to eulogize my boys, but also to give Mad Lions credit because, and PSG are no slouches either. PSG's you know, good. for like, you know, pain, they, they, they 2 owed, you know, they 2 owed us in bowl. They had that comeback and they took Mad Lions to the brink twice. They got sauced and tossed by PSG. <laughs> they got absolutely run over. That is a very good team. Maple is nuts. Mm-hmm. Let's put some respect back on that man's name. Let's forget about the disaster of the years he had in, in the LPL. And let's remember him as Flash Wolves Maple and now as PSG Talon Maple. Kid is good. Mm-hmm. For sure. That team, that team is really good. They got a lot of old school Flash Wolves veterans on that team. A lot of old LMS guys who are just flat out skilled. Hungry. And... Yeah, and and actually hungry to play well at an international event again mm-hmm. because this. I mean, if you remember guys like Hanabi and Kai Wing, they played well on the international stage in years past, and they kind of disappeared for a few seasons, and now they're back mm-hmm. with a damn vengeance. I like this PSG team quite a bit. I don't think they will. They could. I, my gut they, says they, they absolutely could. My gut says they won't make it to top four, but my brain says, hey, bro. There's a, ch- there's a chance. Watch these guys. Pete that they're playing with a with a sub ADC, by the way, right? They don't even have. Who's playing? True. Who's playing Dog really playing well? Well, man, like, he's playing really well. Ever since losing that first game to Mad, he's been on an absolute tear. He has yeah, a third, he did not look good that first game, but he's. <laughs> I think he has like the third highest KDA amongst all players at the event. He is yeah, playing ridiculously well right now. Keep an eye on Doggo <laughs> stepping into some huge shoes right now. Yeah, for sure. Woof woof. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because, like, at PSG, they feel like a top four team, but then you're like, okay, will they do better than Mad? No. Will they do better than Damwon? No. Will they do better than Cloud9? Probably not. Will they do better? Like, you have to exclude somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think that, look, Cloud9, overall, like, they probably, they, they have not been the fourth best team, but on form right now, <laughs> um, they might be. And I think Perks Experience is going to show up. I think Fudge played his Ooh, butt off. All right, this is our Group C. This is our Group C transition, everybody. Yes. Um... <laughs> Damwon are the deserving winners. They are, on paper, still, I think, the best team in the world. Um, but, wow. I mean, like Cloud9, look, they, they they had to there. What a freaking win. Mm-hmm. That was unbelievable. And it wasn't even on the back of, like, perks, just, like, straight-up gapping Showmaker. That was Fudge playing a jungle champion and absolutely Lane bossing sin, baby. on it. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'll continue to, to, to the bang the Fudge hype drum as long as it needs uh, this guy's 18. This is first international tournament. He Crazy. took it to 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 King Zone's very own. 18 years and, old, man. and they've won. Yeah, and that bot is so consistent. Vulcan was unbelievable, oh. right? Don't so 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 don't give me this. Oh, Cloud Nine is just a bunch. Of, this is the most European NA team ever. Look, some of that is true, sure. but Blabber is American, right? Philippe Laflemme, Canadian baby, he's Canadian. Let's mm-hmm. put some respect on North America. Uh, let's put the North in North America. And look, yes, yeah, Ven, Perks, they're gods, whatever. Yeah, but like, Fudge, kid's 18. Yes. He's so Australian. Young. 
right? If you, if you want, if you want to dunk on NA, now you've got to dunk on Ose, and no one wants to dunk on Ose now. <laughs> They're everybody's favorites. Oh, Seriously. yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, nah, like, let's peep this, right? Beginning of the season, you know, Fudge is coming in hot, new top laner for Cloud9, right? He's tra- t- like he's he's talking a ton of trash before the lock-in gets smashed by by the top guys in NA. Everyone's starting to like, why did you pick this guy up? Why this guy's not a good caliber for one million dollar buyout? Yeah, KW. And then at the end of the season, he's top gapping Alfari and Sunday. That's in a split. Yeah. That's in a split. People don't peep that how quick he improved. Granted, this is the whole thing about, you know, getting put onto a team with a ton of superstars and people who are really good at leading you, a la Sven and uh, and, and Perks, right? Mithy, rain over that coaching staff. Beautiful. It is a beautiful environment for a young player to grow in. But still, in a split. Still gotta have the juice, man. In a split. 18 years old, you're playing against Alfari, who at the time was like, this guy's the best top laner in Europe. This guy's definitely the best top laner in, in, in NA. This guy's the MVP. Someday. How about Fudge? Yeah, how about Fudge now? Exactly. Fudge. You know what I'm saying? Coming out of the woodwork. This man, let me tell you something about Fudge right now. This morning, decided on a whim, I'm going to pick Lee Sin, the champion that I've never played before on the international stage, let alone the professional stage. Literally debuted a new champ out of nowhere. And racked up ten kills against the best team in the world. Mm-hmm. Say, say less about Fudge, man. This guy's the future of the LCS. Yep, that's what it comes down he's to. He's really good. He's really, really good. He's but let's not really also well, forget think... that the rest of the team's fucking. I mean, it's really great. Like, like, <laughs> edit that. But it's just like, <laughs> but no, like that, like that ass. The rest of the team, you know, Blabber has been kind of hit or miss a little bit this tournament. But I think that once he's able to kind of reel back the kind of inti stuff that he's been he's been doing, I think this team is nice. On a good day, Cloud Nine is nothing to cross. Like today, they are today really good. And if the, when the top side plays well, they're unstoppable. Fudge and Blabber make up one of the best top sides, probably like I would say in the world when they're playing really really well. Like yeah, yeah. it's not an, it's not an outlandish statement. These two kids know how to ball so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like i said don't cross them mm-hmm. but i'm still i'm, I'm still tempering i'm still tempering expectations because i don't really as an na fan no <laughs> yeah i'm always like cautious a little bit like, <laughs> yeah, when we were watching the game we were watching the game today i'm like i won't say anything until the yeah. nexus explodes because <laughs> there was a good like 10 minutes of me and tyler watching this game together and just sitting in complete and utter silence <laughs> waiting for like the uh, next big thing to happen so we can just breathe yeah because <laughs> like i was like when's the neck the shoe gonna drop when's when's Danwan just gonna turn the monitors on and be like all right you know what that's enough i'll i stop i i'm tired of playing around with you and just stomp yeah. a team fight but it never happened they actually played really well throughout the entire game right and and, and showed signs of life that we hadn't and that's the thing right with north american teams especially top ones or whatever we've seen this multiple times where they falter in the early um the early days of the tournament and then turn it on too late going Mm -hmm. into the second half of the tournament we saw that with team liquid last year right at Mm -hmm. worlds but and that's what that, that kept replaying in my head i'm like you lost against like detonation focused me and now you're gonna win against damn one but is that too late but yeah thank goodness that one 
Damwon won their game. But two is that <laughs> C9 decided to turn it on. And I'm glad that now we get to see a team that turned it on and it wasn't too late. And now maybe they're in form. Yeah. So, yeah. No, because that, that has big implications, right? Like Mike said, to, to kick it off, they might be, they're one of, if not the hottest team, especially when you consider how they started mm-hmm. the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And to do this, look, and look, I, I don't know how much this actually matters, but it's not nothing. Rainover is still coaching remotely, right? If nothing else, there's a lot of self-motivation, right? Mithy was the one on the yeah, headset yeah. calling the shots, right? And look, I don't know if Rainover is going to be there at all, if he's going to be there late. I, I don't know. Um, but that's not nothing, right? In the draft and stuff, that's just a lot of, you know, you've got to just trust your players. And if you can trust your players and they can pull off certain picks, right? That, that just, it, it, you're not reliant on, you know, a perfect draft. You're not reliant on, uh, yeah, I guess really just that, these kind of external things that you can't necessarily control. Because uh, as good as your draft is or isn't, you know, you, you still got to execute. Um, but uh, let's talk about the minor regions a little bit. Uh, DFM, we're going to give them their due. I think they, compared to expectations, they performed above them for sure. Um, because look, all respect to Pentanet, but he still did go two and six and have to win a tiebreaker. DFM, yeah, okay, two and four, but that was like, Yo. and I'm and I'm saying this as, as as a pain fan, like if not for that loss to Gillette Infinity in the first day that we all thought was meaningless. Right, Word. but that's I, know, I did like I didn't pay any attention to that. Right, it's like oh the pool three team beat the pool four team, and that and then my brain was like okay we're done thinking about this. Let's put it back on the shelf. Let's think about something right. else. I completely dismissed that, but that ended up being way a way bigger deal, right? It's like it's like yeah. the TL Machi thing that we keep talking about from Worlds twenty twenty. DFM that mid jungle was at was was everything it lived up to be. That they fit the billing. Steel is on one. Whatever whatever they put in his Wheaties. I would like some of that. I'll pay for the international shipping. Um, I don't care. Yeah. Like they, they were insane. There was like a one minute stretch where he was running around with a couple of the boys, just wreaking havoc in three lanes, and just I think it was again against Damwon, and they were just knocking over objectives after objectives. They took, they saw tiny little windows. They said, "Look, this I, but this I got to play." If you're a minor region team, if you are outclassed, if you're not as talented as the opposition, there's no shame in being self aware in that and just trying to win off some BS. Because at the end of the day, people aren't going to remember why you won. They just They're going to remember won. that you won. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Unless you're us and you do this for money. But <laughs> history will remember you differently. History will remember the wins and losses. History's the curtain has the been victors. pulled back. <laughs> History's written yeah. by the victors, boys. You know what I'm saying? We don't, like, as long as they get that win, that's all you're going to remember. And DFM, man, they got a lot to be proud of. Like, there's a lot to be proud of this run. This is, cr- this is a crazy run from them. To be able to come out... Japan has never been considered a very, very strong region for League of Legends, right? Pool four. And and mm-hmm. this was like a wake up call for a lot of people, like, oh my god, this team really, really good. Um I'm just really excited to see them at uh, well, if they make it to worlds. But like I'm really excited to see just in general, like the pool of talent that we get from minor regions at worlds. Because if this is a like a like a like a preview of what we can get in like play-ins when worlds comes along in october oh my goodness it's gonna be a banger like yeah like i'm just super excited to see how that plans because you you know how plans some people don't watch plans a lot because you know minor regions like okay whatever they don't really pay attention but like this shows that yo there is some banger teams that are coming in and they're hungry and they're like yo look at us 
Yep. Like, look at us, right? And so, DFM's on my radar 100%. Um, you know, Pentanet, still going to be on my radar. Uh, Pain Gaming, too. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, this close, right? Like, a couple of auto attacks away from beating Mad Lions and changing that group. And, hey, we could be talking about something completely different. We don't know. But we'll never know because that never really happened, right? And so... I'm still excited to see those guys come in to, 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 you know, the summer split and possibly at Worlds too. Yeah, it's just international events look bright across the board now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep keep an eye on these guys. Pain, Pain and DFM in particular are going to be names to watch throughout the entirety of the summer. And I'm really hoping that they keep this momentum up and they're able to transition well into the second half of the season and get another chance at an international event later this year. Um, I don't want to see them falter, and I don't want to see somebody else kind of take their spot. As much as I want to see as many teams as possible find success, it's a matter of, like, at this point in time, the LJL and the CBLOL have never seen performances that were this good on the international stage. Like, Detonation Focus Me and Pain Gaming put up two of the best performances from a minor region in League of Legends history this past week. It's, It's a bold take, I know, but when you look back, at how poorly other minor region teams have performed across the board from 2020 to 2014, and you compare them to what Pain and uh, Detonation Focus Me did this past week, it's night and day. So to see these two these two teams, these two, two specific teams, forget the region as a whole, I want to see DFM and Pain back on the horse at Worlds mm. 2021 because I think if they get a second shot and get more exposure on the international stage then they have a real chance to do some hard-hitting upset work later in the season. Yeah, I I, I will say I think the only other, yeah, just from CB Lowell historian Hank. Here we go. um, I think the only only one, but like like your point is absolutely valid. Literally the only time you could think of like a Brazilian team doing this well, again, it was another two and four showing at Worlds, which proves your point of how unfortunately low the bar is right you know like we're looking at these and say like how how are you know brazil and japan the pool fours and then latin america and turkey are the pool threes it's about historical precedent mm-hmm. right and and because there's only one representative that doesn't mean that they were you know they were the best team in the playoffs right but were they objectively strong it's, it's a whole thing yeah. but pain gaming 2015 at worlds uh they were in a group with Ku tigers clg and flash wolves they went one one against clg they went one one against flash wolves and they got oh two by Ku tigers Right, mm-hmm. that's a great run. And by the way, BRTT on both of those teams. Wild shows you how long this dude's this guy's been, been doing. This guy's been the here. eternal factor. Yep, this guy's been yeah, here. He, he'll, yeah, I, like I'll be able to if he keeps this. Like I'm gonna be able to tell my kids about him <laughs> in like a hey, look on the screen right now. He's still no way. <laughs> There's no shot. Like I, I don't think that's an next year, bro. Um, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no. no, no. <laughs> I can barely take care of myself, dude. (laughs) Another human being. Hello? No. Um, All right. Any any other... uh, We're we're coming up on the half hour mark here. So uh, before we get into a a, a Hanks game uh, that I think is going to be a lot of fun, uh, any other outlandish take... Oh, let's let's get... Let's do predictions. Um, One through through six, or one through four at least, um, of of how this is going to shake out. Um, If anyone's chomping at the bit, I will, you know, go for it. If not, I can start. Can we all agree? Damwon, RNG. Yeah. In that order? Yeah, one, two. In that order. In that order? Don't make that Don't make that face, Tyler. You know Damwon's better in your heart. Come on. I know, but we'll ah. see, though. 
I'm not set on the one and two yet. I'm not set on the one I'm and not, two. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really. Gonna I want. I want. I want to hear why. I want to hear what's impressed you about RNG thus far to make you think that they are a new tournament favorite. It's not no new tournament favorite. I just think that right now it's in limbo. I think that depending yeah, on the it, form, it's just not like it, it's not set in stone. I know. Yeah, and it's and to me it's less about RNG because granted they did play. You know they they eight owed two of the weaker teams of the tournament. Mm-hmm. But it's more about Damwon, and again, look, they, you know, they played much tougher competition. DFM made them sweat. Cloud9 literally beat them. Um, and even when they lost to them, that was a good game. Mm-hmm. It, it was even to like the 25-minute mark, and then just it all went, you know, pear-shaped. But, so so I, that could be coloring it, but just right now it's really hard for me to say that Damwon are the clear number one. Yeah, I think that's, like, that's just there's something I, I, I can't do. I'll, I'll, I'll say a little bit of recency bias because I just saw them lose to Cloud9, but... I don't think that it's set in stone just yet. That's just that's my take. Is that the one and two is not set in stone yet for me? I know that's kind of a coward's take on it, but I don't think that uh like we haven't even seen RNG play them too, right? So I just think that right now I'm gonna keep my eyes on like I know that they're gonna be the number one and two out of the rumble for sure. I just don't know what uh what place they're gonna be in. Um I'm gonna say Mad Lions. Mad Lions is a pretty... That's a pretty lukewarm take. Mad Lions look really good. Um, they have some stuff to work on, but still. I think that they're the third best team in the in the tournament. And... Cloud9. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I can't not say Cloud9, especially after that performance that they just had. I know that they're going to take a couple of days break, which could affect... I don't know how much that's going to affect in terms of their, their momentum, but... Their format right now, their form right now, if they can keep this form, like if Fudge is still kicking ass in the top lane and then, you know, everyone else stays consistent and, and Blabber kind of limits kind of those moments, those moments. Um, yeah, no, they're the fourth best team in the, in the league. It, it, it can also honestly be like one and two is interchangeable and then three and four can honestly be interchangeable on the right day. I'm really excited for the Mad Lions Cloud mm-hmm, 9 matchups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, my thing is I'm with you with teams being interchangeable, but I think two and three for me. I think Damwon for me is a set number one, but I think really Mad Alliance has the chance to prove that they're better than RNG. Mm. Um, I think, and this is purely like based off of like watching these players go against each other. Um, and, and not like in my head, of course, because they haven't played on screen, but comparing play styles throughout the course of the season, I'm very intrigued to see multiple matchups across the board in these Mad Lion RNG Mad Lions RNG games. The top lane stands out as holy moly, it's gonna be a ton of fun between Armu and Jiaohu. That's gonna be an insane matchup to watch. Mm-hmm. But the other one that really has my attention, and this is all things considered, I, I'm so excited to watch um Karzi and Gala. Like that wow. is going to be such an intense matchup. And those two guys alone can decide the fates of their team if they're playing well. And I'm not saying they're coin flippy, but they have a ton of sauce. It's, it's kind of like a high floor, high <laughs> sauce, it's, it's, a, it's a high floor, high ceiling kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because Karzi on a good day is the best AD carry on the planet. Gala on a good day is the best AD carry on the planet. And either of these two guys can totally just shape the landscape of an entire game. So when they're on, they're on. And I have nothing but high expectations for that matchup. And I think really, at the end of the day, I wouldn't put it past... Karzi and Kaiser to just take the bull by the horns and step up over RNG. It's not like an outlandish take to think that Mad Lions has that 
possibility in their back pocket. What's funny is that uh, uh, when I talked to Kaiser, he specifically pointed out RNG as the most fun team to play against because they have the exact same play style. It's the way that, mm. like, he mentioned the way he's like, that guy's a psychopath. He'll just wait in 20 minutes in the bush to, to fight you, and he'll just flash the wall and stuff. And even he's really excited to f- face off against Gala and Ming because they're both skill checkers in the way that, like, they will always want to fight. That's their style. That's our style. It's going to be a bloodbath. That's exactly what he said. Is It's a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to be – and when it's a bloodbath, anything can happen, right? And, mm-hmm. and I agree with them completely is that this is going to be a clash of – who can win those team fights? Because there's gonna be a lot of team fights in this matchup. It's gonna be nutty, and so, yeah, no, I think that 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 matchup is RNG versus Mad is gonna be the most exciting of the Rumble and of the entire tournament, in my opinion. I think that's gonna be the most uh, the most exciting. Uh, I'm gonna take a coward's prediction here. I'm gonna say Damwon and RNG go eight and two each. They split against each other and they split against just some other team. I don't know. Um, I think Mad will go seven and three. I think Cloud Nine will go six and four. Um, and then at five and five and something and something. PSG and Pantone. you went really fast there. Wait, so uh, what was RNG? Uh, what was a uh, Madigan? Mad seven and three. Seven and three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they'll get O two'd by you know, I don't know, somebody, and then split with someone else. Cloud nine six and four. Uh, okay. But I th- yeah, I think I think three Seems four fair. is a little, a little more interchangeable. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, but I do think that I, I just think. I think Cloud9 are in form. I think Fudge is feeling really confident. I think I think the limiting factor is going to be Blabber. Honestly, that bot lane is a model of consistency. Vulcan is playing his curly little hair off, and Zven is always a monster. Um, and Perks is going to Perks going to put somebody in the dumpster. Put a lot of people in the dumpster. dumpster. A lot, a lot of, people. of people. He's lot playing of really well. He's actually playing like a man possessed right now. I have mm-hmm. very high hopes for Perks winning to the Rumble because, I mean, this is why you signed this guy. You know what I mean? You you spent the money. You got the buyout from G two for moments like this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, LCS titles are great, but at the end of the day, who cares? Let's go. Let's go beat Damn One. Let's yeah. Go, let's, let's have let's yeah. have more days. Let's go beat like, Damn One, baby. What's? It's not crazy. Stop it's going not. crazy. It's <laughs> like, not. We just beat him. Like like Cloud Nine literally. Just it just beat happened. Yeah. It's, it just happened. Everyone on Twitter and Reddit can go. I'll do a lot of things yeah because <laughs> like they got so much to say yeah they got so much and NA went 3-0 today I understand they beat up on two minor region teams but they also beat the defending world champs and they can do it again this weekend really really easily Let's go. I, got a, I, I got a lot of faith in this team I mean granted I, I know I said 20 minutes ago they might lose to Pentanet but like <laughs> that's just how it goes sometimes with NA <laughs> I got I got faith, but I'm also tempering. Hey, I mean, I that's that's what NA does, though, right? They lose to the people you don't expect, but then they win against the people you don't expect too. So exactly, that's maybe the best way to put it. Like, and right now, I'm expecting, like Hank said, a six and four performance out of this team. I'm I'm with you on the standings. I think Damwon's solidified number one. RNG Mad Lions could flip flop. Whoever wins those matchups takes the second seed, and then Cloud Nine rounds it out of four. All right. All right. Cool. And with that, we'll fire off a uh, little, little Hank's game here. Uh, we'll keep it quick-ish, and then we'll uh, we'll be on our merry way. Um, all right. These are based on picks from the first six days of MSI. Um, and we will uh, we'll start off just from the top. These are just, again, questions based on champions, players, and, and stuff like that. Just pulled straight from Lulpedia. I just went in and just, just, just saw some fun things. Yeah. Um, and I hope these are kind of related to talking points. But... Uh, all right, first one here. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Only talk about Lee Sin here. 
Okay. Only one player in group A, in group B or C, because I'm not counting group A because they played more times. Okay, okay, okay. So they had more games. So no one in group A. No Pentanet, no UOL, no RNG. Only one player has played Lee Sin more than once. Who is it? In group B or C? Hmm? This man, yeah, in group B. Because there are people that have played Lee Sin multiple times in group A. Okay. Discount those. Out of the eight teams in group B and C, only one guy has played Lee Sin more than once. Who is it? Hmm. You know, I'm I'm gonna guess Armut. Oh, guess, you stole my pick! I, I feel like I'm wrong, but that's... It feels like it's too easy. It could be Armut. That's my... I'm locking it in, Regis. It's my guess. <laughs> well, I know it's not Fudge. Um... I was gonna, say, I was gonna say Armut too. Should I do it to you? <laughs> Just say I'm it. Gonna, I'm okay with doubling down. That smug face, Hank. Oh my, you are. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just kind of. I, I was gonna say like I, I, I get why Meg likes this. Immediately, we're not even halfway through. I hate this guy, this man. I hate just, this guy. Just, man. just say we're wrong. <laughs> just yeah, say I'm we're say wrong. Armut too, just to get it over <laughs> with. Oh, oh, oh you rocking Armut? Grinning, bro. <laughs> like, All right, so t- Tyler going Armut as well. Yes. Okay, it is Armut. Oh! Congratulations, boys. Go! Well done. Played okay. three times. Three yeah, times. I, Everybody I, else once. Yeah, that I, 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 feel, I, had, I had a good feeling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Well, good stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just tell us we're wrong, Next question. <laughs> no, next, no, no. Great job. Uh, next question. <clears throat> Rumble has been everybody, has been the most talked about pick in the tournament. Um, within, you, I'll, I'll let you... What is his win rate in percentage? And I will give you a buffer of plus or minus 5%. Or maybe plus or minus 10%. Did I think that through? Probably 10 What do you think is a fair buffer? Probably 5 or 10%. 5, 5. No, yeah, 5. Like, five, try to keep five. it a lot more uh, accurate. Um, this, this, this is a hard question. And maybe I could have formatted this better. But. Sure. Can I... Can I ask for a hint or is that too much of a stretch on this program his win percentage right yeah his win, win rate? percentage right <clears throat> not talking bands um okay how about here because he, he wasn't played, invaluable he he was he was played 15 times so i guess it's another way of, we could answer it this way he's played 15 times how many of those games did he win man yeah let's let, let's say let's say that how many of the 15 games in which rumble was picked did he win Hmm. 15 because he he actually lost multiple times with minor region teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say he won. I'm gonna say nine. Not, not to throw you off. That number feels right to me, though. All right, Mike's going nine. <clears throat> Fifteen. I'll go. I can't go fifty percent because it's an uneven number. True. <laughs> okay, I'll go s- six or seven. Se- I'll I'll give me seven times because it's closest to fifty. Seven, locking it in. Yeah. Oh, Tyler, you're correct. Seven times. Oh, okay. I was so close to clo- choosing six. I was so close to choosing six. Mm. It's the first number that came to my face. 
Yep. Rumble with a negative, uh, with, with a under 50% win rate. Morgana, meanwhile, 8-2. and two. Oh, yeah. That's believable. That character is, man, yep. busted right now. Mm. Yeah, and I, I, I could be slightly misquoting that, but that's what I remember seeing just off, off glance. Um, so, <clears throat> semi-related. All right, question three. What champion has the highest win rate? Now, there is a tie, and this champion... Champions have to have been played at least four times. Okay. That is the <clears throat> that is a lower threshold. At least four times. Highest that is where I set the cutoff. Um, it's it's a tie. Two champions have the highest win rate. If you get either one, I'll let you have it. Or I'll let you submit two guesses. Is it a hundo P? Is it 100% the, the win rate? It is not. Okay. It is not. It's got to be at least 80, because you gave away your, your cards with that Morgana. I was going to say Morgana, because you said something. But I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's got it's got to be higher than 80. I'm going to guess, just based off pure math, there's got to be at least one champion that has been played six times and has won five games, which would be, technically speaking, a higher win rate than 80%. Right. That would be 80-something, yeah. Yeah, 80-something. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of champions that have been played... For a record of five and one, off the top of my head, and I'm, that's way too like way too much of a guess. <laughs> for this me one's to figure out highest win rate champ at the tournament. All right. <clears throat> if I give you a hint, can I get an answer in thirty seconds? Okay. Yeah. Definitely. One's a mid laner. One's a support. Oh. It's Nocturne Nautilus. Those are my two picks. Mid laner. Yeah. Nocturne. Mid-la- Middle lane Nocturne has been played like a bunch of times. I mean, granted, that's dead wrong based on the inflection of your voice. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> I. Meg's a lot better at keeping her cool on this and not just bleeding her emotions. Ooh, Nocturne? Really? Nocturne? You like, sure yeah, about that there's no way. But I do feel like Nocturne has had a relatively successful time in MSI. It's my guess. I'll probably, I'll probably take it back and say, I'm going to say Syndra. Sure. That's a, that's a not bad pick. Syndra I'm going to go Nautilus. with Silas and then I'm going to go with. Silas for the mid lane, and then Nautilus for the support. Unfortunately, it's an O for Lucian and Thresh. Lucian and Thresh? Hmm. But, Mike, you were right. Five and one. Wow. Okay. Both those champs, five and one. Damn. Dude. Galaxy brain right Oh, there. you better believe yeah, you, it. You get, you, you get some, like, honor points. Uh, nice. Dude. He's passed about- these questions, bro. He's going for other ones, man. <laughs> I'm seeing the numbers, man. They're all over. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Last one here. Okay. Oh, there's a fourth? Let's go. Let's there's go, a fourth. Baby. There's a fourth. All right. Outside of group A, because this is a quantitative thing, not a percentage. Okay. So mm-hmm. outside of group A, four players played six different champs in all six games. So a different champ each game. Who are they? If you can get if you if you can I'll let you submit. Crap. I'm gonna get this wrong 100% anyway, though, so it doesn't you matter. But four players, four players. I'll let you submit. My f- man breaking out the. <laughs> okay. I'll, oh, I'll let you submit four, and you'll get and you'll get credit if you get at least two. Sure. Oh okay. my god. Um... And here's a hint: they were all on different teams. Okay. 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 So four players. Man, why well, my man teams. got the paper out? Shit. Now, now I feel like I need to try I'm hard. Taking, what is I'm going this on? One seriously, man. Man. I'm taking it. Come on, man. Like. We're not playing. It's, it's MSI. Come on. This is one that counts. 
Break out. MSI's where impossible happens. Thank you. Look at this guy with the slogans. Wow. Oh, man. This guy got the press kit, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Oh, crap. I know. I think I know one of them. Lock me in on... Lock me in on... Oh, crap. Dude, there's so many players... <laughs> Like, like 80 players at this event like oh that's gotta be one of these four though <laughs> yeah 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 uh, lock me um, in on I know one for sure I think Tinones put him in alright alright Tyler got Tinones keeping track on a notepad file this is outside of group A right yeah outside of group A yeah out of group A they all play for different teams too right they all play for different teams correct okay mm. Hmm. Tinones. I think Tinones is right. Holy moly, this is going to go to like an hour. Just uh, right. to, to, to shorten it up, they're all solo laners. Okay. So oh, there goes, one of, there goes my solid snake pick. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I had that one locked. Uh. <laughs> They are all solo laners, so not junglers. They're all mid laners or top laners. And it's not our mood because he played Lee three times, as mentioned. I'm going with the context list. I'm using my high school test taking skills. On this yeah. One. I'm using the previous questions, helping with the, with the, the later <laughs> question. Um. Hanabi. No way. He definitely played in R twice. Oh, ah, shit. Awesome <laughs> awesome <going> <laughs> Whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. I, I already said it. It's not right. common. Hey, you only need two. You only need two. I got three in my back pocket. Are you gonna? Are you just going to, like, uh, shotgun him, like, all at once? Yeah. Mike? I'm going go to go for one more. Picked him as well. And, uh... So both of y'all with Arya? Yeah. Yeah. Tinones and Arya for me. And then, right. um, Humanoid as well. It's my third pick. All right. And... Ooh. Is it Fudge? There's no way. Did Fudge play in the champion no, twice? No, no. Oh. It's even. Is it Robo? Oh, I'll yoink that. Robo. Okay, I'll 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 say Fudge for sake. Oh no, I said Tinons. I said I said Tinons. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. I'll I'll just okay. put I'll just put Showmaker. Yeah, those are my picks. Humanoid Aria, Tinons, Fudge. Could be wrong. It could be dead wrong. I'm dead All right, wrong so sure. Tyler with Tinones, Hanabi, Aria, Showmaker. And Mike with Tinones, Aria, Humanoid, Fudge. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, none of y'all got two, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> did I get one? <laughs> Tinones was not it. Okay. Was not one of them. Uh, Aria was not one of them. Okay. Fudge played Scion twice. Oh, I had a feeling he did. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Also, Humanoid is not one of them, so Mike, unfortunately, Ofer. Oh, Ooh. my God. Damn. Uh, but Tyler, at the last minute with Showmaker, got one. Let's go! <laughs> you know what? I actually can find that at pretty At the buzzer, easy. baby. At you the know what I'm saying? I'm pulling up pretty, a, I'm actually, pulling a Dame pretty, pretty easy to believe in hindsight. Like, the Showmaker pick does not stun me a little bit, because he does have a bit of an ocean. And I do recall him busting out some pocket picks at times. Yeah, Showmaker... Who are the three, Hank? You know what I'm saying? The others. Same so, time, baby. Showmaker. The boy Robo. Oh my god. <laughs> we, we had it. 
We had it wrong. Oh, Robo during the regular split and um and playoffs played sixteen different champions. Damn. Guys in ocean. Give him the Dardock award. Um, actually. And then the last two, Starscream. Ah, uh, okay. And Maple. Mmm, Maple. Okay. So Okay. There you Maple, go. Maple Damn, was not on my was, radar. Bro, we both said Robo. I almost... I, you were I, almost there. You almost get it. Before you swung the hint in our direction, I was gonna say karaoke, but I don't... He, he, he played Udyr a few times, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was on Udyr duty. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Oh Solid Snake, wow. too. The one and only. The last minute pick, baby. Wow. Should have locked in Robo. I thought I, thought I had it. Mm. Damn. I have nothing else played at the judge. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, that is gonna. I think that's gonna do it for us. Uh, I'm gonna probably edit edit down that Hanks game because uh, that was 17 <laughs> minutes. That's insane. We're not gonna do that. Um, but a big thank you to uh, Michael Kelly, the super sub. Uh, we're gonna try to flip this around and have this to y'all by Thursday morning, uh, so you can get two or by Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning tomorrow yeah. is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have full two full days to hear our BS. Before you say, all right, now I'm ready to watch the Rumble stage yep. in season invitation. You'll be more prepared, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. with our hard hitting analysis. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. all we do. Yep. Um, yeah. So for Mike, for Tyler, I've been Enrique Demore. Catch us on YouTube, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. Bang! Let's no, we're go. getting, we're scaling, baby, there like Cloud is. Nine, better with age. All right, that's going to do it for us. Oh, and if you're listening on a platform which allows you to do so, please, please, please mm. uh, subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Write a review in there. It, it doesn't have to be real. Um, tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your dog. Um, I don't know if they'll do anything with it, but dogs are very good listeners. They just sit there. And just, yep. They have no choice. Wonderful. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. And so after all that, uh, this has been the Critical Strike Podcast. Thank you for being here. And we will be back here probably after the Rumble to break down the knockout stages. It's been a banger of a tournament. We hope you enjoy the rest of it. See you.